Hi team, and welcome to another episode of This Is How We Brew It, an educational podcast focused on all things community management and associate on-call projects. I'm Eric Groundley. We are starting a series where we sit down with the project managers of the associate on-call team. Batting leadoff for the series is Matt Bartle. It was great to sit down and chat with Matt and learn more about his background, how he met Travis, and some of the challenges of projects that he's worked on. Let's get it started. Alrighty, team, today on the podcast, we have Matt Bartle, our newest project manager. Matt, thanks for coming on today. Well, thanks for having me. Um, so what is your background? We'd, we'd like to get, get to know you a little bit better. What, what was kind of your background prior to coming to Associate Minnesota? How, how did you get here? Well, I, I started out, you know, you got to go way back in the day. You know, I graduated in 1990 from high school, but then uh, started working, uh, did a lot of landscaping jobs through, through my college years, got working with a concrete manufacturing plant, managed, ended up managing the shop there, and we produced everything from manhole blocks and rings to catch basin adjustment rings to retaining wall block, and I started doing some projects on the side when I was working there, um, retaining walls, building retaining walls, doing stuff like that. Um, about 20 years there, and then I went to managing a, uh, a warehouse, ammunition warehouse, where I took care of the inventory and managed the logistics of shipping uh, containers coming in, shipping material out. And then I uh, just kind of felt like I wanted to do something more, and, and uh, this opportunity came along. And, and when uh, Travis kind of explained to me what, the, uh, what this position entailed, I felt like it was something I could handle, something I could do. I knew a little bit about a, a lot of things, but not, you know, not everything about one thing kind of deal, you know. So I like really, a community manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Jack so of all it was, trades. It was, it was, I was definitely interested, and, and um, like I said, I had a background in the concrete and, and landscaping projects, stuff like that. So I don't know. I feel like this has been a, a, a good fit for me so far. So Fantastic. Matt, you, you've been here about a year. And as a newest member to the Associate On-Call team, uh, how has the role changed over the last year that you've been here? Well, I would say it, it's it's definitely a lot better now. I should say, well, not better. It was it was good when I first started. It was, but I was getting my feet wet in you know this particular you know field as far as project management, kind of know, get learning what it all entailed, like all the details. And at first, I, I will have to admit, I kind of felt like I was on, on a bit of an island, like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, on me kind of deal. And I think working with Travis and now having Brad and, and working more with Jenny, like, I really feel like we are talking every day, talking about, you know, how we can solve any issue that comes up with any project. And it, it really doesn't, really makes me feel good that I'm not, not on an island anymore. I can, we can go and I, and I feel like we definitely have been more productive since I first came on to where I am now, we're definitely more productive as far as as getting getting projects done and, and, and good good proposals out to the camps and, and stuff like that and really getting taking care of it that, that way. More of that uh, team environment. Yeah. Um, and how would the AOC team stack up with other teams that you've been on? I definitely, probably one of the best in my 
lifetime of you know work experience, I would say this is probably one of the best teams I've been on. As far as like I said, we we communicate every day. We and it, you know Travis's door is always open. He's always coming to us and asking us stuff. Brad's always you know giving us advice on construction project, whatever it is, and we can talk just about any time. And it's it's really it's really easy going, which also helps. It's that everybody's really easy to get along with and and we just fit together pretty good. We, we know that Brad does have 14 years in the business, so <laughs> yeah. that's, that's great. And now you, you and Travis have known each other prior to coming here. Obviously, you said he you know, kind of mentioned the job to you. Um, how long have you guys known each other? What, is that, how, what was the backstory on that? It's, it's been quite a while, actually, when, we, when I first, my wife and I bought our first home. Travis actually lived down the street about four or five houses, and I had, I had known him a little bit before that. My, my brothers, some of my younger brothers had worked for him when Travis had a landscaping lawn service company, and uh, but anyway, I got to know Travis being a neighbor, and, and he was the same back then that he is now. He <laughs> joking around, uh, no tell, telling me that he uh, sprayed weed killer on my trees, and they were all going to die, and he felt bad, and... <laughs> He used the wrong stuff, and then had me going, and then he let me let me down easy, you know, kind of thing. But no, um, we've been friends for I'd say at least 20, 20 years. He coached my son, Travis coached youth wrestling for a lot of years. Obviously, his boys are really good wrestlers, and he coached up my son in the K through six days, and uh, so we both have that love for wrestling and and that part of that, and and uh, love to hunt together. We've done it a few times, and just. Uh, I don't know, he's a fun guy to hang out with. He's always been a, a good friend of mine, so. Cool. I, I never knew that that's how you and Travis met, and that's uh, it's really cool that you guys have been friends for 20 years. Let's circle back to project management. What are some of the biggest challenges that you face as a project manager, and how do you go about overcoming them? I think you have to have to, have to start with, the first challenge in project management is is getting the right scope from the CAM or from the board of what they really want to accomplish and making sure that we we you know when I before I start reaching out to vendors and they're putting time into to getting what you know getting estimates and that kind of thing just making sure we have everything there that we want that we want done and then moving forward getting things cranked out getting them back starting to fight the clock a little bit i always feel like something they want to get done and as you know living in minnesota the, the weather changes daily and it's going to hold up things here and there and you, you know your falls always seems to be right around the corner and you're trying to get a project right. done so i feel i kind of feel the pressure of that a little bit but i think the biggest challenge is just it's just all the front work going into actual before the project's even being done you know then that brings on it's all you know challenges in its own once the project is ongoing but just getting the project to that level where we can sign it I feel there's a lot of you know a lot of stuff you got to do there a lot of stuff a lot of times it's a lot of behind the scenes stuff making sure that we have the right right verbiage in an estimate you know the right wording and make sure we're covering right things what's not going to be covered is you know so on and so forth stuff awesome. like that and from from that standpoint too I know uh, Associate on Call has a lot of vendors that we work with uh, we're constantly uh, assessing, reassessing, and maybe even looking for new vendors to bring in and see what they can bring to the table. What 
what do you think of like relationships and how does that kind of play a factor into working with a vendor, maybe getting the most out of them? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a challenge sometimes when if you have a certain vendor on a project and you know, maybe the project's not going so well or there's always the homeowner that's not happy with something. It's, for me, I look at, you know, I want to please the homeowner, but at the same time, I also want to please the, or, you know, have a good relationship with the vendor. Like, hey, I understand this happens. I'm not blaming you. Let, and, how, you know, let's take care of this. Let's get this done. Trying to keep good relationships with the vendors so they know you're, you're working with them. You're not working right. against them. Yep. And the same thing with the homeowners. And, I, and that kind of goes back into challenges that I feel like I face, you know, when that's when the project's ongoing, you know, like how am I going to handle certain situations and what needs to be done? And, and, uh, and with the vendors, for me, I, I really appreciate the ones that they're, they're willing to work, you know, and it's all about communicating with them and making sure that they know, you know, they need to fix things and they take care of it. Cool. Um, and in, in your, how, how do you kind of define or measure what a project project success or that the project was successful what needs to kind of take place for you to walk away and be like dang that was a really good project i i think first of all it's it's the quality of the work that's done i mean at the end of the day that's what you know if, if we did we get to where we wanted to be you know did everything get you know replaced or repaired back to where the board wanted it or the homeowners wanted it and then how did we get there you know was it was it an absolute struggle? I mean, was it constant fighting communication that way? You know, so I'll measure that on a project like, hey, how did this vendor work with me? How did the, maybe how did the board work with me on that? Like, were they understanding and, you know, like that kind of deal? And that's the same with the vendors, you know, like, because obviously, especially the bigger the projects, you know, there's always going to be something that pops up and you just have to be ready for it. And I think, you know, communication is the key in, in response to emails or response to calls just to streamline the project so it gets done in a timely fashion. That helps a lot. Um, is there a particularly challenging project that you've managed or one that you just look back and you're like, wow, I learned a lot about managing a project? Yeah, I instantly in my mind goes to the uh, deck staining project up in Hugo. Um, it was last summer. I still felt like my I was still getting my feet wet. It was like probably my first big, big project fault, you know, 106 units or something like that. And and I learned that with, with the deck staining or any deck project now that, I, that I'm getting now, I, I'm learning from that because I, with this, it was every little thing that could possibly go wrong, I felt happened, you know. We had to replace, replace more boards than what were previously on the, you know, yeah. in, on the uh, con- on the proposal, which you always run into because you never see all the rot. You know, yeah. I learned that with decks, um, the, the stain color on different decks and how it how the stain took to new boards that were put onto old boards and having homeowners call and complain that the board wasn't you know. And I just didn't. It didn't look it that did, color exactly. Yeah. And it, I had there was a lot of communication. Um, I worked with uh, Colleen a lot on that, and I know we had definitely had our headaches with that one. Just and it, but you know, I, I learned a lot about customer service with that one because I felt like I my goal for that one, and I kind of put that forward now in all my projects is I'm prepared to try to answer as many 
homeowner emails as possible as fast as I can because a lot of a lot of the answers I gave them they didn't necessarily like but they I did get a lot of emails back saying hey I appreciate the timely response yeah so I felt like if I, if I know. yeah if yeah. I can just stay on top of that and 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 do what I can and and relay their frustrations to the vendor or however it may be you know at least I've done basically what I try to do is do all I can you know I can't I can't control you know certain aspects of a project I can only control right. what I can control so I think that's what I've learned from those challenging projects is to just you know just keep keep grinding <laughs> cool I'd, yeah I love that mentality for sure uh, what what is the most helpful thing or things that a community manager can do to to help make sure that that project is a success not just for you as the project manager or associate on call as a department but the branch as a whole um, I feel like I know we talked about this a lot the last couple of months with the company as far as getting the scope, you know, right off the bat. But a lot of it, too, is just if, if any information that as a project manager that I can get from the board that what they're really looking for, you know, and, and too many details isn't. That's not a problem. I would have rather have too many details about what they want because then it's something I can, you know, cross off my list as I go down when I'm getting estimates rather than, oh, something got missed. And then, you know, down the road, the project's going on. Why aren't they doing that? I thought that was on there. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and I just think so. And, and I know the cams that I've worked with recently, they've all been doing a really great job of getting me more detail. And, you know, if, if it's not on there originally, they've been right away you know getting me more if i ask for it so i really appreciate that i think it's been working i think that's been working well so um also just you know the communication part of it when a when a project's starting when i can communicate to them and make sure that they get that out to the community i think a lot of that upfront stuff lets them know let then you know you don't get the homeowner questions later right why you know well, hey i wasn't notified and granted i you know one thing i'm also learning about this is not a lot of people read their emails or <laughs> so they wouldn't ask a question like, well, we left, you know, how many notifications on your door and emails on your, your right. inbox and you didn't read them. It's not our fault. But no, I, I think just the communication with the cam on how a project's going. And if while a project's ongoing, if there is a problem, letting me know right away. So then then I can let the vendor know, hey, stop. We got to fix something here before we have a you know, a really bad situation. So I think if that, if that, I guess I would say maybe the cam has the projects going, if they, if they hear anything to let me know as, you know, from homeowners, like make sure I get that information because, you know, sooner than later. Can't fix a problem you don't know. Right. Yeah. But otherwise I think, um, I think that's, that's, that's about it. But it's, but like I said, it's, it's definitely getting better. I do appreciate, I know we talked a lot about this spring is getting a lot of projects going early. Yeah, and I've definitely noticed that. I mean, granted, I didn't start last year till March, but right. I feel like I have more. I'm getting more uh, RFPs and more proposals out now than I was back in April when I was sure. first doing it. So I do feel it like that's sense. been effective. So we appreciate that for sure. So getting all the line projects lined up and you know, getting ready for a successful year, I think that's. I, gonna... I I would agree with that, and I, and just in in talking to other cams that. You're their project manager. I know they really appreciate the hard work that you put in. And uh, anybody can walk down here, and they're always seeing Matt laser focused on the on the computer. That's yeah. for sure. We'll we'll wrap it up with uh, with this one. Um, get get to know you a little bit better Out, outside of work. What uh, what do you enjoy spending time on? Any hobbies or activities? I know you mentioned hunting. Uh, yeah, I think yeah. you know 
golf a little bit, you know, here and there. I, I did it a lot when my kids were younger or even before kids. And then obviously, you know, kids change dynamics in family life. So, um, but along with that, I have, you know, a, a boy who's in college and two daughters that are high school, middle school, and then involved in sports. So I actually really love going to their sporting events. I mean, so that's, I can guess I could call it a hobby. Um, For sure. So, Number one fan. Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of fun. So, you know, just trying to, just trying to do stuff, just trying to get away from work when I can learn, learn to leave work behind a lot. This was hard for me, but I'm getting better at it. Trying to just disconnect and do some fun stuff so I can come back, you know, recharge on Monday or whatever it is and, and be ready to go. Fantastic. And anything else that uh, you think people out there would want to know about Mystery Man, Mark, Matt Bartle? Um, maybe that I, everybody probably doesn't think that I talk a whole lot. I'm, I'm a pretty quiet person. It's, it's not because I don't care. It's just I like to listen to people a lot. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like um, I'd rather sit and listen to people and, and, and understand and that's how that's how I kind of operate. I, I don't want to say too many things, you know. I want to just kind of sit back and I think what I think of a lot of things through before I actually react or say anything. So it's not because I'm not listening or not caring. It's just because I just don't talk a lot to begin. So sure. All right. Well, Matt, thank you very much. We'll look forward to uh, heading down to the AOC department and getting a couple words in yeah. uh, later on. Thanks for coming awesome. on today. All right. No problem. Thank you. A huge thanks again to Matt Bartle for coming on the program. I feel like we cracked the shell a little bit more with Matt. He's a great guy to have on the team. Come on down to the AOC department and chat with the team about any projects or projects ideas that you might have. This is how we brew it. We'll talk to you soon.